Who would have thunk it on a Monday? We'd be talking about a Lions victory over the Packers, but we are. Let's get into another edition. We're here of Locked on Lions. You are Locked on Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And a pleasant good Monday morning to you, everybody. Matt Derry with you. It is Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day on a Monday, November 7th, and to Tuesday, November 8th. Didn't have a postcast yesterday because I've been uh, traveling, but it is good news that I am here because, as you know, I made the statement that uh, this football team w- was ticking me off. And if they didn't win one of the la- last two games, Miami or Green Bay at home, I was seriously considering walking away from this show and no longer doing this show. The Lions won yesterday, and they knocked off the Packers in an ugly performance, 15-9, but a win is a win, and I am here. And I'm here to tell you that I appreciate everybody reaching out, whether it was on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, whether it was on the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page, your comments on the YouTube channel, Locked on Lions, where you can find the podcast each and every day. I appreciate everybody reaching out, (coughs) excuse me, and... uh, um, uh, kind of saying that the Lions, you know, saved Locked on Lions. I honestly don't know if I would have walked away or not, but it doesn't matter because the Lions won the football game yesterday, and we're talking about a win on a Monday, and that is the most important thing. So we got a lot to get into, a lot to discuss from yesterday. We will do that right here on Locked on Lions, which is brought to you today by Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players. And if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a 10%, or 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code LOCKEDON. That's prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Again, follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, watch us on YouTube. We're doing the video show today from uh, Parts Unknown here. Uh, as I continue my, <laughs> it seems like every weekend I'm gone, but <clears throat> had a little uh, travel weekend here and I want to get the show out today, right away here this morning. I uh, didn't have a postcast yesterday, but we'll be back with one next week when the Lions face Justin Fields. Ooh, Justin, I was reading on ESPN this morning, Justin Fields is a star. They lost. And yeah, he ran for like Michael Vick numbers, like 178 yards and the Lions are going to play him this week, but the Lions can contain him on the ground and make him throw. He's not a star. So let's pump the brakes on that discussion. But anyway, yesterday the Lions beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers 15-9. Uh, to 9. First things first on this entire thing. Um, the defense played great. All right, there's no other way of putting it. Now, what helped the cause was the fact that the Packers' offense is abysmal. Uh, the scheme looks broken. The quarterback looks broken. Um, they've got Dylan and Aaron Jones, yet I don't love the way they scheme the run game. Um, Rodgers looks off. I mean, the Packers had their opportunities inside the Lions' red zone all day and couldn't cash in. And to pick off Aaron Rodgers three times in the red zone, uh, two of them by Kirby Joseph and the other, which was a fantastic play, by Aiden Hutchinson on the throwback to the uh, tackle eligible was was a tremendous read and, and reaction and hands by number 97. 
And I think we've spent a lot of time, and, and I've spent a lot of time on it, on the show talking about uh, Aiden Hutchinson being the number two pick and at times not flashing, not splashing, and, and not doing enough. But yesterday, even though he didn't get a sack and didn't have a great game over game overall, I thought that play was a huge one and uh, a, a, a terrific play. Uh, Kirby Joseph, I don't know what else you, you want me to say about this guy, but Brad Holmes has done it again. Um, I've been critical of Bradley on many levels as the general manager. This team is still two and six. Uh, they still have a long way to go. Um, his hands are not clean completely. There is there, there are specks of dirt when it comes to the kicking game, which has not been addressed. The lack of a backup quarterback, uh, uh, defensive line issues, uh, um, all sorts of things that I think Brad Holmes could have done better at. The Michael Brocker situation. But Brad Holmes, two years ago, drafted a mid-round pick in Amon Ross St. Brown, who's been fantastic. And now it appears that Kirby Joseph, um, the, the safety out of Illinois, is is a home run as a draft pick. And, you know, as, as a third-rounder. He, late third-rounder, he yesterday had the two interceptions. He's all over the field. Um, hopefully he's okay after they checked him for a concussion uh, late in the game, after the uh, collision with Jeffrey Okuda. But he's been playing really well. And he seems to be around the football. He's taken the football away. Whether it's hitting people, whether it's reading and reacting and stepping in front of passes, that's Aaron Rodgers yesterday. And whether Aaron Rodgers is broken, and whether Aaron Rodgers is done, and I saw a headline today on our website, I'm sure they go to Jordan Love, Regardless of all that, that's a Hall of Fame player on the other side of the field that yesterday was bothered by the Lions secondary. Kirby Joseph made plays. Jerry Jacobs made plays. Jerry Jacobs, after the game, was asked about the little back and forth he was having with Rodgers where he basically was telling Rodgers, stop testing me. Why are you going at? Jerry Jacobs is a badass and should have been playing more the last two weeks as he was coming back. From the ACL injury. I got news for you. He's going to be playing a lot now. How sweet is that? That maybe the Lions. Outside of Okuda. Have developed some young talent. In the secondary as of late. They just fired. Their secondary coach. After an atrocious performance. Against Miami. Come back the next week. Now again. All right. It's different playing Tua. Waddle. And Tyreek. Than it is playing. Christian Watson, who's hurt every game, Romeo Dobbs, uh, 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 and that band of renowned, the Packers receivers are terrible. Sammy Watkins is, is toast. All right. So it's not like the Lions took a major step down in terms of opponents receiving core, but still you got to step in front and make those plays. Okuda gets beat all day by Alan Lazard. Who's the one guy that I think the Packers have that you could tell Rogers is clicking with right now. All right. Lazard had a good game. It was not Okuda's best game. Um, <clears throat> and we'll get to some game balls. I'm not going to have the PFF numbers in time to give you the top five and bottom five until tomorrow. But Okuda bounced back on that two-point conversion try when it was eight to six and knocked the ball away from Lazard. And that was a big-time play. But we saw improvement yesterday from the secondary since the, you know, pink slippage of Aubrey Pleasant. Now, I don't know if that means that the co-secondary coaches and Aaron Glenn all all deserve 
you know, kudos, but those guys stepped up yesterday and they played well. I thought Jacobs was good. I thought Okuda bounced back. He, a rough start, but got better as the game wore on. Um, and like I said, Jacobs and others played pretty well. You held Aaron Rodgers yesterday, all right, Hall of Famer, Mr. Everything, to a pass rating of 53.5 <laughs> and a QBR of 25. That is downright pathetic. That was an atrocious performance by Aaron Rodgers. Some of it his doing, some of it poor throws, but I thought the Lions showed him some different looks yesterday. I thought the defensive backs did a good job. What what can you say? You hold Green Bay to nine points. Now, I know this is a Packers offense. It's only been averaging 18 a game, and they're way down. But still, we know the history. We know the what Aaron Rodgers can do to the Lions and what he's done to the Lions. They got to stop at the end of the game. Albeit Dan Campbell's decision-making going for and fourth down, empty backfield twice in the game on fourth downs, which is just terrible coaching. But the defense bailed him out and bailed the rest of the team out. So that was pretty sweet to watch. All right, we got to talk about the offense. We will do that coming up next as well. Prize picks, uh, mentioned them before. It's just, it's fun every single Sunday <coughs> to get involved with prize picks. You pick a game, all right? For example, last night, Tennessee and Kansas City. I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes to throw for more than 320 passing yards. I'm going to take Derrick Henry to rush for less than 85 yards. You can do that at prizepicks.com. It's fun. <coughs> You're not going up against other people. You're going up just against the projections, all right? So you pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Great thing about prize picks, it's not just NFL. NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA Tour, college football, college basketball, which starts, what, tonight? This is going to be awesome. Get in on the action at prize picks. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. All you got to do is download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up. And you play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code LOCKDOWN. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit 50, Prize Picks will give you 50 bucks. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKDOWN at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, Lions are now two and six. Think about this for a second. If the Lions beat the Bears this Sunday at Soldier Field, Kevin Kugler, Mark Sanchez, and Laura Oakman on the call at, on Fox at one o'clock, and the Packers lose to the Cowboys, just think about this. The Lions will be in second place this week. <laughs> think about that. <clears throat> if the Lions win, they'd be th- uh, three and six. Bears would be three and seven. And the Packers, if they lose to Dallas, would be three and seven. The Lions would be technically in second place. Vikings are rolling. NBC Kirk Cousins dancing on the plane with a chain on and his shirt off. Minnesota's cruising. It's crazy. Went into Washington and won yesterday. But the Lions win. Aren't we all in such just such a better mood today? Isn't this just so much better? Was it pretty? No. Okay. Did the Lions get inside the red zone and mess around a few times? Yes. Were there some calls by the officials at the end of the game? 
how did they not review that fumble play at the end? I, I just, we all figured that fourth down, end of the game, needing one play, one stop, Rodgers fires it in the end zone. You just, you were waiting for the flags to be thrown, right? You were just waiting for it. Because he just, he just sidearm heaved it off his back foot. And you're like, here it comes, here it comes. You're going to see flag on the screen, the yellow. And it never came. It was great. Lion fans deserved that yesterday. They show up, you show up, you hate the Packers. You know, it's a team that's owned you as of late. And I know end of the season, the Lions beat them in those Week 17 games that mean nothing, but seriously, going back to even the Hail Mary, just seeing those uniforms uh, on the field at Ford Field, it was it was great to get a win. Um, I mentioned the defense, and we're going to hand out some game balls in a second, too. Uh, offensively, it's just not good enough. And the Lions showed at times that they could move the football, but when your quarterback only throws for 137 yards, uh, has a passer rating of 78.5, you come out of the locker room, up 8 nothing, and once again, Jared Goff is intercepted. Didn't even see Jair Alexander. And then he you know, returns it into, into Lion territory. Like, I just don't understand it. Now, I get... I get a few things. Number one, you just traded away TJ Hawkinson, so you're not going to have that weapon to utilize. And I'm well aware that the flying Zilstra brothers are now a thing. And I know Tom Kennedy had to play a lot of snaps. And I know that uh, James Mitchell is a rookie tight end. Uh, But Mitchell and Zilstra, the two tight ends, and Brock Wright combined for three catches. Now, it turned out that two of them were for touchdowns. Uh, Mitchell's and then the Zilstra play, the throwback, which was a nice call. Give Ben Johnson credit. I love the misdirection to the right. Throwback to the left. It looked like it was going to be a tough catch, but he made it. But other than that, I thought the Lions, um, you know, run, run, rush offense against uh, a Packers defense, which was 29th against the run, was not as good as I wanted it to be. Jamal Williams ran 24 times for 81 yards, which was okay. Uh, Justin Jackson got four carries. Craig Reynolds, come on, Craig, got hurt. But I thought the Lions offense really just stalled way too many times. Um, And the story with DeAndre Swift, I I don't know if I'll have an answer for it ever. Like one minute, DeAndre Swift looks amazing. You get him the ball in the flat. Ooh, he makes a play. 20-yard, you know, 20-yard catch. There's the Swift of old. And then you don't see him for two series. So his health is huge. Uh, You know, St. Brown yesterday was targeted nine times, but... Goff missed him on a couple, and he only caught four balls. But this offense, um, you know, just over the last few weeks has just not been good enough. And it's just been way too inconsistent. We talked about last week how great it was in the first half against the Dolphins. And, oh, my gosh, it's like 27-17 at halftime. This is great. And then they get shut out in the second half. Um. I liked the, the obviously the, the the throws in the end zone to Mitchell and to Zilstra, like I said, and there were some times where Goff looked good, but you know I don't think there's any question about it now that this this organization is going to have to look outside and in the draft. And right now, I think the Lions, if the season ended today, would be drafting fifth and twelfth based off of their win yesterday. The Rams lost. Rams are a mess. Went prevent at the end and allowed Tom Brady to go right down the field. So the Lions are going to be in good shape. So you would think that one of those picks, 5 or 12, uh, would be a quarterback. 
because just golf just doesn't make enough throws and he just his footwork is so bad at times and you know pass blocking was all right yesterday he wasn't even sacked but the interception like i said some of the misses and i just wish there was a little bit more creativity in the second half you know you see some things in first halves of games that the rollouts the design stuff and then the second half it's just seven to ten step drops and you know there were there were too many opportunities in that game yesterday for the Lions to put the Packers away. And don't even get me started on the third and ones and fourth and ones. I just don't understand how on fourth and inches, Goff just can't get up to the line of scrimmage, pat Rag now on the ass, and go forward with a with a quarterback sneak. It's like this organization is elite is is allergic to trying it. Is Goff that big of a wuss that he can't do that? Every other team does the sneak play. Every other team has the sneak play where they where they where they go and the running back comes up from behind golf or behind the quarterback or whatever college pro whatever we all see it and they push the quarterback forward for an inch or a yard or two yards the Lions just refuse to do it those fourth downs just kill this team and Dan Campbell at the end of the game giving the Packers that field position with that call I didn't hate the idea of it but can we can they one time convert it so not you're not having to hang your hat on the defense every single time oh my god but again i'm trying to stay positive they won and that was good all right i have a thought about the post-game locker room and we're going to hand out some game balls um coming up next as well but i got to tell you about our friends at bet online if i can just get the proper uh there it is um graphic up betonline.net your number one source for betting football and the start of the basketball season which is here and the start of college basketball tonight find all the latest player developments team matchups news podcasts and in-depth analysis on every game at betonline and as always betonline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up to and up to the minute scores for every sport out there want to know the spread of the games look it up go to betonline.net right now bears favored by two and a half over the Lions this week. Went on the website, looked myself. Fastest and easiest way to check in on everything, including Major League Baseball, NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf, is Bet Online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, if you watch the post game uh, video that the Lions put out last night, in their locker room, and SVP played it on uh, SportsCenter last night as well. Um, Dan Campbell was emotional again in the locker room, and you know he always is, and like choking up about how much he loves the team and how hard they fought and all that stuff. And look, they're two and six. Some people will laugh it off. Some people say, give me a break. It's a big win yesterday. I'm not going to go too crazy about it. Uh, it shows that the players still rally around him. But then he held up a ball and he said, I got a game ball. I got a game ball, he says. And he said, this guy's been grinding it out. This guy's a grinder. He's worked so hard. And I'm thinking, I, I don't know where he's going with this. Is it Kirby Joseph? Is it, uh, you know, Aiden Hutchinson? I don't know. Derek Barnes? And he says, Aaron Glenn. And the room goes nuts. The locker room goes crazy. For Aaron Glenn. And he gets, and they're yelling AG and they're jumping up and down. Brad Holmes is in there too, just going crazy. 
And it hit me that while we make fun of future head coach Aaron Glenn, and his name has been brought up as the next head to roll, you know, Aubrey Pleasant's been fired, Anthony Lynn's been fired, players have been let go, players have been benched, Imani Oruwarie was a healthy scratch, Michael Brockers. Folks, I got news for you. Watching that video yesterday, Aaron Glenn's not going anywhere. Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn are attached. And while this defense has been bad and embarrassing at times, even last week, just so many breakdowns against the Dolphins and Hill and Waddle, Aaron Glenn bought himself some serious time and earned some big cachet yesterday with that performance against the Packers. <clears throat> Forcing three Aaron Rodgers interceptions, something he hasn't done in years. Holding Green Bay to nine points. That was very telling on that video and in the post-game locker room that Aaron Glenn got that kind of rousing ovation from his teammates or from his coaching staff, his fellow coaches, the players, and Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes. So file that somewhere. Um, as far as game balls being handed out, I really don't have any game balls for the offense. I'm sorry, the, the flying Zilster brothers and James Mitchell is fine, but you know, one catch isn't going to get you a game ball. But on defense, uh, I mentioned Derek Barnes, the linebacker. What a game he had. Um, they utilized him more. Rodrigo got hurt. Barnes was out there. And it was his easily his best game as a pro. He had a sack, tackle for, uh, for a loss, defended a pass, 12 tackles, four solo. It was the coming out party for number 55. Hopefully we see more of this. And eventually you're seeing, seeing him and Rodriguez playing together and less of Alex Anzalone. But I thought Derek Barnes was great yesterday. He gets a game ball. So does Kirby Joseph. Uh, I've already mentioned this, but the two interceptions, three passes defended, uh, knocking away a, a big play on a, on a deep ball uh, that looked like it was going to be caught for a touchdown. And, and at the end, he, he batted it away with his left hand. Kirby Joseph played one heck of a free safety yesterday uh, and also had 10 tackles, five solo. I thought he was tremendous as well. Um I also am going to give a game ball to Aiden Hutchinson for that interception. I just thought that was, you know, that was about to be a big man touchdown. That was about to be a tackle eligible, you know, throwback. And he and he read it. He didn't go after uh, Rodgers. He, he read the play. He came back and cut in front of that ball. That was beautiful. So those are my game balls. I thought three, three players on defense really deserved it. And... It was a much-needed win. Whether it was ugly, whether it was 15-9, to 9, anything that happened, um, it's always fun to beat the Packers. And now they play the Bears in Chicago, and that's a winnable game. Don't tell me that Justin Fields is the next Michael Vick after one game. Have the Bears the last few weeks, and their offensive coordinator, Luke Getze, finally found a way to get Fields out in space and design plays for him? Yes, but it's backyard football. This looks like uh, uh, wishbone high school stuff. Good defensive coordinators and good defenses will plan for this and take this away. Hopefully the Lions do that. Yeah, he's going to have his scrambles. The Lions are going to try to 
you know, have, have somebody that uh, is a spy. I get it. But yesterday, Miami allowed Justin Fields to run for over 170 yards. That The Lions can't let that happen. Make him be a passer. Bears still lost the game. So, I just, I, I love Justin Fields in college. Don't get me wrong. But I think he's fine. But I don't think he's that great. I think the Lions can win this game. In Chicago on Sunday. That'll do it for our Monday edition of Locked on Lions. Thanks for staying with us, everybody, making us your first listen. We're back again tomorrow.